we have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You have discovered the one and only Animal Farm, the cream in your coffee, the wind beneath America's wings. My name is Benjamin Miller, and I'm hanging here with my fellow Better Americans, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. And Pius, our third radio host who controls Hello. the soundboard. Today is April the 29th, 2008, and we've got another great show for everyone tonight. We'll be getting into uh, some tabloid mainstream politics, our regular old indoctrination, as well as your phone calls and other news straight ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, you are on the farm. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. Hey, you're listening to Ben, Tony, and Pyatt on Animal Farm Radio Show. Hey, you touch that dial, I'll break your f***ing head. <laughs> Continuing on the Animal Farm tradition, Ben, and like I always like to say, starting off the program with something, or several things in this case, a little bit wacky, yeah, just to soften you up for the real good meat and potatoes. I don't know what to make of this, but a man was stabbed while waiting online to buy the new Grand Theft Auto video game. <laughs> computer games and violence are often, yeah, I mean, I don't know what to, what to say about it. I mean, it's just kind of one of those things, but computer games and violence, often linked by critics of the video game industry, came together in an unusually graphic manner Monday night when a man was stabbed while waiting to buy Grand Theft Auto 4. <laughs> the adult-rated game, which has been praised for its immersive storytelling but criticized for its violent and sexual content, went on sale midnight uh, Tuesday morning. Demand was predicted to be high, and long lines formed outside many game shops by, by 11 p.m. But 100 people had gathered at a game station in Croydon, South London, where a 23-year-old man standing in the queue was stabbed several times by a passerby. Police said he did not call for help, but a witness dialed 999, British equivalent of 911. Uh, when the police arrived, they found the victim a short distance away and took him to the hospital. 
from where he has since been discharged. So he is okay, apparently. Uh, you know, and one of those things. <laughs> and the guy received 50,000 points for stabbing him? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I guess, you know, you get money in the game. And we've, you know, I've played the game. It's pretty intense, and I'm sure the new one with the graphics now, Ben. I Everybody's giving it a 10 out of 10. Well, I mean, it is one of the most anticipated games, and apparently it's going to break down records. But, hey, listen, you know, we don't want to get too uh, crazy into it. But, uh, yeah, and again, you know, we have a couple more of these interesting. Uh, again, I, I, I don't want to laugh uh, about these stories because a lot of them are unfortunate um but they are somewhat humorous at least in my sick and twisted animal farm like mind <laughs> newspaper carrier saves an elderly woman who was pinned down for days under her dead husband out of the ap leave it up to the ap marion illinois bruce pitts had a feeling something was wrong when the newspapers began piling up in the roadside tube outside the southern illinois home of fred and blanche roberts so on sunday the worried newspaper carrier cracked open and unlocked a side door and saw an 84-year-old Blanche Roberts hopelessly looking back at him. Her right leg was pinned beneath the body of her 77-year-old husband, who had apparently had been dead for days in the home just outside Marion, Illinois. Damn, uh, yeah, the quote here is, uh, The good Lord was with her. She was not scared, wasn't panicking, nothing. Pitt said Tuesday during a telephone interview. She was conscious, uh, talking, just peaceful, and it, he says it was remarkable. So the good news here, Ben, is that he did save her. Uh, what a strange story. Uh, you know, just one of those one of those things I, I, I've never heard anything like that but one more for you actually maybe one well kind of one and a half here Ben uh, a bear mauls to death possibly a drunken woman a uh, Ukrainian woman who has wandered into its cage uh, in the Ukraine here a Ukrainian official says a bear fatally mauled a woman who wandered into its cage on an animal farm go figure yes <laughs> no, that wasn't handpicked was it regional emergency official uh, Alexander sold off I can't pronounce that name says okay says the middle age woman may have been drunk she she's may she may have been drunk when she stepped inside the cage Monday on a farm outside the eastern city of Donetsk I don't know again this pronunciation here just bear with me he says one of the two bears inside the cage then attacked the woman he said Tuesday that officials were trying to figure out how she got in the cage unnoticed so you know apparently there's been a number of cases of animal attacks involving intoxicated zoo and farm visitors in Ukraine where safety rules are often neglected so I, the question I have here Ben is if this woman was drunk or regardless if she was drunk or not how did she get into this cage not realizing that there are, you know, wild, humongous, deadly animals right in front of her. It's like, ah, they go just hang on the barricade for a while, God. sober up for a bit. How drunk do you have to be to wander into a cage? I want some of that Ukrainian on the barricade. I want some of that Ukrainian vodka. I tell you that much. And one more little nutty thing. I was, uh, you know, gathering information for today's show and watching the news, and there is a new drug, and it's regardless of what the drug does, but it is called Ass Effects. Okay, A C I P H E X. Once again, it's pronounced. <laughs> Ass effects, and it uh, it treats heartburn apparently. Nothing with the anus or anal area, so don't get excited. <laughs> as Animal Farm, oh boy, Animal Farm uh, reports. Huge. I know, but I mean, are they running out of names for these drugs? <laughs> you know, ass effects. I mean, let's be honest. Let's check it out for yourself. It's not a joke. It is true. But Ben, I'm going to turn it over to you now that all of the lubricated news is done with. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Maybe not, not entirely. Maybe not so. Who knows? DynCorp manager used armored, uh, used an armored car in Iraq to transport hookers. 
Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Some explosive testimony this afternoon from a panel of whistleblowers testifying before a Senate committee on contractor abuse in Iraq. A contractor died when a dying corps manager used an employee's armored car to transport prostitutes, according to Barry Haley, a worldwide network service employee working under a dying corps subtractor. Dying corps site manager was involved in bringing prostitutes into hotels operated by dying corps. A co-worker unrelated to the ring was killed when he was traveling in an unsecured car and shot performing a high-risk mission. I believe that my co-worker could have survived if he had been riding in an armored car. At the time, the armored car uh, that he would otherwise have been riding in was being used by the contractor's manager to transport prostitutes from Kuwait to Baghdad. Unbelievable. Yes. yes. Hey, baby. Yeah, other revelations. Kellogg Brown and Root contractors used to destroy countless quantities of still usable equipment that was difficult to transport in massive burn pits that were burning 24 hours a day. Oh my yes, KBR's ice, ice foreman was cheating the troops out of ice at the same time that he was trading the ice for DVDs, CDs, food, and other items Iraqi shops across the street. When KBR whistleblower Frank Cassie reported weapons looting, he was placed in jail tent by KBR security. So all these private contractors in Iraq just literally raping our country, uh, doing whatever they want. It's a devil's playground over there. Yeah. And we built a, uh, a massive, uh, massive uh, U.S. embassy the size of the Vatican there to house all these with pools and everything in the works. I mean, and of course, so those evil doers. Yeah, I mean, you know, this, the news coming out of Iraq is is never really never good. Uh, but there there was that one story where there was there was a barracks who there was a father who visited the barracks over there, and the conditions were absolutely horrifying. There were you mm -hmm. know all kinds of undesirables on the floor, and the bathroom was backed up, and all kinds of nonsense. But yeah. apparently, they're you know they're doing something about that now because it was on YouTube and therefore you know made the news. Uh, you know, I, I, again, we, we talk about the veterans and, and what they don't receive and what they should receive. That alone makes me sick. Um, but, you know, hopefully the news can get better and hopefully the conditions, at, le at the very least, hopefully the conditions for our troops serving our country right now can uh, can improve to the highest standard possible. I don't, you know, Completely. I don't know. Yeah. And it's not only the, the private contractors that are, are getting lots of money over there. 151 congressmen derive financial profit from war. I'm glad you talk, you're talking about it because yeah. it's a very important issue. Blood money stains the hand of more than 25% of members of the U.S. House and Senate. And this, uh, this article is by Ralph Forbes. Who profits from the Iraq war? More than a quarter of senators and congressmen have invested at least $196 million of their own money in companies doing business with the Department of Defense that profit from the death and destruction in Iraq. So essentially, White House. Uh, essentially, we're basically just uh, the people that are starting the war, are just making money off of it. Of course, it's a massive, it's just a massive racket. And when you get politicians, fake politicians out there on the television uh, talking to you, trying to explain that there's this great evil that we have to conquer, and if we don't conquer it, they're going to come get us. It's nonsense. It's crap. They're making money. <laughs> Flat out. Yep. Number to call in tonight. <laughs> Number to call in tonight, folks, is 512-646-1984. You can also instant message us at AIM at Animal Farm Show, which is all one word. Anybody uh, tuning in tonight for the first time, welcome. You have found the Animal Farm. Lots to talk about tonight. And at least with this particular article, Ben, with the 151 congressmen, uh, you know, gaining off of the, or at least deriving financial profit from this war, it's so often we talk about or at least when I talk to my friends, my family, people that I know, you know, it's so easy to say, well, yes, the government is ridiculously corrupt, but see, that there's no substance to that statement. Everybody pretty much understands at one level or another, the corruption exists. This is a good, um, 
It's a good story, however, to at least show people. I mean, it even goes into detail where now uh, Hillary Clinton, who voted for the Bush's war, had stock in defense companies such as Honeywell, Boeing, and Raytheon, uh, but sold the stock in May 2007. Ah. All all of these good examples, uh, Joseph Lieberman, uh, chairman of defense-related Senate uh, Homeland Security and Government Affairs Committee, had at least $51,000 invested in these companies in 06. You know, it's, it's, it's a good story, and we need more like this because this goes into specifics and this is something that i think could be used as a tool in this you know in this uh, alex jones dub info wars at least you know it's not enough to say to people listen you know yeah the government's corrupt we all know but if we can talk about specific politicians who are absolutely gaining profit and these are the small players i think mm-hmm. you want to talk about the dick cheney's of the world uh the people who are involved with the with the halliburton's of the world and the oil companies and the weapons manufacturers the people who are making trillions you know uh, george w thank you george and uh you know i, I think we need more substance is my point, but I don't want to go on too far with this. But this is well, you know, you talked about uh, naming names, yeah. and stuff like that. There it's are names too. at the end it's of so this. It's so important. John Kerry uh, profits, yeah, off of this. Tom Harkin, Ken Ewell, Marchant, uh, Carolyn B. Maloney, Rodney. Oh my, I didn't even want to think about pronouncing that last That's name. Good luck, yeah. Shelley Berkeley, James Sensenbrenner Jr., Jeff Bingenman, Sam Farr, Stephen Ira Cohen. Those are just a few of the names on this list right here that are profiting from the war. Yeah, I mean, you know, Democrats and Republicans, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and this is just one to me. This is just one long argument because I talk about this and then I get heated uh, about the fact that these politicians are well. One of them is running for president, Hillary Clinton, um, and she's benefited off of the war. And then this argument for me goes all the way back to the role of government, what they're supposed to be doing, what they swore to do, and what they're not doing. And then again, what uh, what problems we have in this country? You know, not just about the veterans. That's a huge ball of wax there. But the FDA. I mean, every show, we will have, uh, you know, I always try to touch on some health news. We, we have reports tonight about how, uh, FDA, uh, about the, you know, the blood thinner and how, you know, the CEO of Baxter thinks that they're doing this intentionally. We have more, uh, you know, stories out of China about how these drugs and how, you know, the blood substitutes are being shipped over here and they contain things that are killing people, yep. to put it really lightly. Mm-hmm. So all of these issues about what our government's not doing and what they are doing, uh, it just makes you absolutely crazy considering the issues that we have in this country. And then last week, I went off the deep end because Bush was you know, touting this idea that he's confident that a Palestinian state can be built. And again, not that I'm against that at all, but it, you know, the point is, look, we have to take care of our own business here. We have to fix these problems. Ron Paul is, you know, is a is a great man, and he's the one who's uh, openly told us about our problems. But he, you don't need to listen just to him. It's obvious in almost every area and every situation in this country, we have tremendous issues that need to be fixed now. Otherwise, we're going to lose this country. Yeah. If it's not too late, and I don't think it is. But uh, you know, I'm not telling anybody anything they don't know. But again, folks, that's out of American Free Press. 151, 151 congressmen through financial profit from the war and again this seems like pg or pg-13 really uh, rated compared yeah. to what is really going on you know you look at the dying corpse uh, news going on ben and it's just unfriggin believable yeah, you look at all the you know offshore uh, bank accounts swiss bank accounts that they all stuff large amounts of uh, you know money into yeah, it yeah i mean you know what do you think's really going on i mean you know we, anybody with half of a brain or a quarter of a brain knows that we are not preventing terrorism that's not what this war is really about uh and, and again 
it's not from my mouth. We've talked to a lot of veterans on the show, and, and they're the ones who are telling us this as well. And then this, this kind of stuff comes out here where Homeland Security is now going to unveil a plan that's going to guard against some small boat attacks. And, and, and this is more of like, you know, this is just touting how dumb they think we really are. Maybe we are as, as a mass majority, but uh, AP, as boating season approaches, the Bush administration wants to enlist the country's 80 million recreational boaters to help reduce the chances that a small boat could deliver a nuclear or radiological bomb somewhere along the country's 95,000 miles of coastline uh. and inland waterways. It's like, you have, you have to be kidding me. The borders are not even secure. And, and sure enough, it goes on. And this is just touted as, you know, what a great idea. According to, you know, and again, how long have we been around since September 11th? They're just thinking about this now. And, you know, and even Fox News, the same company reported that it's not even remotely possible that a suitcase nuke could come Well, it's in. crazy. I mean, this is a type of, type of stuff and the type of tax that they use for fear. They go to people and they say, oh, boaters out there, if you have a boat, we need your help. Exactly. We're, hel- we're so helpless. The terrorists are going to come and get us. They're going to try to sneak in uh, <laughs> nuclear and radiological bombs and they're going to kill children and women and it's going to yeah. be so horrible. So, so then that gets pe- in people's yeah. minds. They think to themselves, oh, oh my crap. goodness, I'm going to help. Right. And they almost like picture like a movie. Mm-hmm. They go and they, they call the, the right person when they see the suspicious boat in the background and it's crazy. they save the day and they are heroes themselves so that type of conditioning is going on but folks we are coming up on a break animalfarmshow.com and stay tuned we'll be right back stick around hang out with us this is steve shank j michael stevens group let's get real Flour is already being rationed. Prices on food are getting so high, warehouses are installing security systems and guards. You can expect soon to see criminal activity in food. We're all in a foot race as to whether the food will become so expensive we can't afford it, or there will be no food at any price. We can't grow enough of our own food, even with genetically altered trash. It will give you the opportunity to eat perfectly engineered food. They think God didn't get it right, so Monsanto had to step in. If you think it's a little bit crazy to put in a supply of food, it's okay. We won't tell. Call 800-409-5633 on the web, efoodsdirect.com. That's 800-409-5633. It may be a little bit crazy. That's okay. Because there is no such thing as a little bit dead. David Thoreau once said, There are a thousand hacking at the branches of evil to one hacking at the roots. Are you going to be one of the thousand striking at branches? Or are you going to be one of the few striking at the root of evil? G. Edward Griffin is definitely one of the few striking at the root, and he is coming to UT. Mr. Griffin is the author of what many consider to be the expose on the Federal Reserve, the book entitled The Creature from Jekyll Island. Mr. Griffin is here to present a message whose time has come, Freedom Force International. Sponsored by UT's very own Project for a New American Citizen, he will be speaking at Jester Dorm in room A121A, located at 21st and Speedway at 8 p.m. on April 29th. For more information, go to pnacitizen.org. This event is free to the public and will be followed by a book signing at Brave New Books on 1904 Guadalupe, Suite B, downstairs in the Chase Bank building. We hope to see you there and bring a book to get it signed. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. 
Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to BraveNewBookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about BraveNewBookstore.com. It's time to think outside the box with your host, Alex Anzuri, from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Central, every Saturday, right here on We the People Radio Network. Welcome back, folks, to the Animal Farm Radio Show. The number to call in is 512-646-1984. And the instant message name, AIM, is Animal Farm Show, one word. Website is animalfarmshow.com. Um, and f- before we continue, uh, I really want to take this opportunity just to thank the people over the last couple of weeks, Ben, who have um, who've really been contributing to the show. We haven't given them their due, uh, and I'm probably going to miss a couple, and if I do, I apologize. Dan M. has been emailing us quite a bit, and um really appreciate what he's had to say. He actually posed a pretty interesting question, and, and if you want to comment on this, folks, definitely do. He says, if we do pay our taxes, are we going to be arrested for contributing to a known terrorist organization? <laughs> okay, so obviously yes. a bit, yes, a bit facetious there. It is an interesting question, George, and, you know, obviously talking about our own government uh, and openly now uh, admitting to torture, not that it's anything really new. Uh, Brent also emailed us, and he pointed out, we were talking about something about uh, deal or no deal one night, and he pointed out, I had never noticed this because I try not to watch anything like that on TV, there is a company called Endemol. Okay, and it's, I'm not kidding, it's right, check it out, E-N-D-E-M-O-L, and it's, the advertisement comes up right after the show, Deal or No Deal, and I actually looked it up, it is a legitimate company, mm-hmm. he points out that um, they also have a little scanning eye icon, like, you know, the, where it's all over the place now, at AOL, all the other yeah. big organizations, and it's just funny that the name is End Them All, almost like End Them All, so I mean, take it for what you will, folks, but it is a real so company, cool. once again, E-N-D-E-M-O-L.com, End Them All, <laughs> you know, just interesting stuff that our listeners you know uh show us and also phil from florida who is one of the members of veterans for peace veteransforpeace.org he's been a contributor to the show we really appreciate it folks mm-hmm. and to the very illustrious jack blood today for shouting us out at the uh, nearing the end of his show jack thank you so much for the for the shout out we appreciate it we love your show we did have jack on as a guest uh a month or two ago so check that out folks it's on the archive uh, right now we do want to go to your phone calls and get some ideas here in the mix so we'll go to scott in illinois scott you're on the animal farm Thanks. Uh, well, just one of the things you just mentioned, the idea of paying taxes. We do, in some respects, pay taxes, but that also implies that um, we're giving them some money. And it should always be clarified that if I go somewhere and, let's say, give you five bucks because, you know, you're such a great radio host, I'm paying you. Uh, you know, I'm giving it to you. 
But if you reach into my pocket and take it, we tend to call that something else. So it's, that does need to be clarified. Uh, regarding money, uh, I think we're getting closer and closer to um, returning to a barter system, and that goes back quite a bit. I mean, there's always been, you know, people used to exchange wealth based on, you know, things as ridiculous as a stick with notches in it. And um, But the more that we can um, bypass the... Uh, the Federal Reserve note, uh, the more that we'll have control as to what our labor, because that's essentially what money represents, is man hours, you know, woman hours, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, um, okay. So, yeah. Oh, so, you're right. Oh, thank you. Take care. <laughs> Go on. Oh, no, Scott, the producer. Oh, okay, yeah, well, no. Well, Ben, right, yeah, right. why don't you comment first there, Ben? That's a good point, Scott. I'll actually, I have something to say, and Ben, if you want to comment on that, I think it's it's a big I issue. Do. I mean, I don't know if... I don't know if you would agree, Ben. I think the bottom line, Scott, is that it's becoming harder and harder to bar to do exactly that, to barter for goods. I mean, yeah. um, you know, and the more you read up on it, and the more the the news comes out, uh, you realize that the FBI wants now they want widespread monitoring of illegal, you know, web activity, and they're classifying illegal web activity as anything from you know sending your own pictures of your naked body up to the web, or you know, internet gambling. Mm-hmm. And the question at the end of the day, and maybe I'll get your thoughts on this, Scott, is who the hell is the U.S. government to tell me ultimately what I can and cannot do on the Internet? It's one thing if I pose a real honest-to-God security risk, and they'll use that as the veil. They'll use that as the, the, you know, the veil in which they'll pass legislation, as they always do. And when as well it comes, as molesting children. Exa- and, and, thank you, Ben. I'm exactly right. I was just going to say it. They always use that child pornography issue as that's you know, the number one cause of everything wrong in the world. And, of course, it is terrible, but they'll use that to pass legislation that has nothing to, re- to do with that, really. Mm-hmm. And even in New York and the United States, several online gambling uh, sites have been barred. Now, whether you gamble or not, whether you agree with gambling or not, doesn't matter. The government should not have the right to tell me what, what to do with my money. Screw them, and they don't give a damn what I'm doing with my money. All they want is to get the tax money, and that's what all this is about. They just want to tax you further and further. So, Van, your thoughts? No, absolutely. And, and when we talk about, when we look at the situation and the barter system, we have to understand that we have a centralized bank in this country, which is unconstitutional, by the way, but you have a centralized bank, a private bank um, called the Federal Reserve. That's not a government agency, but a private organization. Or a cartel. Absolutely. And if you stay online after our show, you'll you'll see that there's actually a special coming up. Uh, uh, G. Edward Griffin is going to be giving a speech, and uh, We the People Radio Network is going to be carrying that, and he'll go further into detail of that. And uh, f- the the he's an central bank. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's an expert on it. He wrote he wrote the uh, uh, Creature from Jekyll Island. Creature from Jekyll Island. Thank you. And uh, he he was just uh, he's absolutely right when he talks about the way that centralized banking is and the way that uh, they can manipulate every single facet of our of our society whether it be controlling the middle class squeezing the middle class uh expanding the the upper class and things of that sort um so that's that's an important part to think about it now they don't want us to barter and trade because uh because then they have no way to control that they have no way to uh keep track of that money and keep track of that workflow process and keep track of that money as well they don't have the ability to tax it so yeah so uh, the more that we can barter the more that we could trade work that we do for products coming in i think the the better that is and i try to do that whenever i possibly can in my personal job 
anybody out there who's a freelancer or, or doesn't work full time for a corporation knows, you know, that once in a while. I mean, look, it's it, how tempting is it to try to get paid for services that you perform in cash without a trace? Because then you don't have to pay tax on it. Yeah. It's not. It's not like you deliberately want to break the law. We just want government out of our effing lives. And I'm sorry to, you know, to to be so, you know, I, I don't want to say the curse word, obviously, but I'm just sick and tired of this crap now. Yeah. I want them out of my business. They have no right to know what I'm doing, what I'm reading, what I'm looking at. If you think that knowing what I'm going to read on the Internet is going to prevent a terrorist attack, then you have a government and a police system and a law enforcement system that is worth squat, for lack of a better word. If you need to know where who I'm calling to prevent terrorism, then you have a law system that is worth Garbage, and it will never work. Inefficient. Ever. Not it will even, never it's, ever it's work. Not even an, it's not even an efficient form of fascism. It's not even an, an, an inefficient or, or an efficient form of control no, it's and not. tyranny. It's not. It's just it's just other chaos, complete chaos, where you have uh, massive satellite systems picking up keywords from people, storing them in the database, and and uh, coincide and trying to pick out these evil keywords and trying to yeah. put them all. We don't even have enough analysts to analyze all the information that they're gathering exactly. from us. So it's it's such an inefficient form of tyranny. Right. And you know, and again, complete control is just the flick of a switch. Yes. And, you know, we'll be talking. We'll we'll be talking coming up about how now they have a method to get you off the terror list, and this is a perfect example. They say we have a method. We can now get you off the terror was list if you have a name that's similar to a suspected terrorist. Are you kidding me? You're going to put me on a watch list because I have a name similar to a suspected <laughs> terrorist, and then you're going to provide me with an alternative to get off it, and that alternative being registering with the with the um, registering all my personal information with the with the company that yeah. I'm flying with. Well, you Are you talking about me? Well, you were mentioning last week. No. Ben, you know, what if what if by chance, by some odd coincidence, that a real terrorist from the Middle East who just wants to phone in somewhere to you know put his plight online or something? What if he accidentally calls your phone? Guess Guess what? Your ass is grass. Yeah. If someone actually going to call my phone and he's on a watch list, then I am therefore on a watch list, and they may, may be investigating me. Absolutely. It's if Muhammad has fat fingers, they're done for. It's a good point. It's just Big Brother, and it's a lot more than that, but it, it doesn't come down to security, and folks, you guys know that, but I, we will get into that. We also will get into uh, the FBI uh, about this widespread monitoring of illegal web activity uh, briefly. Scott, thanks for the call. Animalfarmshow.com, folks. We shall return. Since 1988, Herbal Healer Academy has been the global supplier of the finest natural medicines. We specialize in keeping you alive and healthy. We provide outstanding products like ECX, Colodial Silver, Olive Leaf Extract, Oregano Oil, and hundreds of herbals, oils, books, and educational materials. We have homeopathic detox solutions for chemtrails, radiation, MSG, and aspartame poisoning. We also train naturopathic healers via correspondence education. Why wait any longer? Go ahead and do it today. Sign up on the web and receive our new 120-page catalog and a current Herbal Healer newsletter free. Simply log on to HerbalHealer.com and check out the online member testimonials and our hundreds of exceptional products. That's HerbalHealer.com, your website for safe, effective, natural alternatives and education. That's HerbalHealer.com. 
This is Dr. Catherine Albright. I've got a hot tip if you'd like to save money when you travel. BannisterTravelGroupInc.com, your one-stop travel agent. Whether you're visiting relatives this Christmas, attending a convention, or just eager to trade the winter blues for an umbrella on a tropical beach, the Bannister Travel Group provides convenient online access to the finest travel and lodging choices available and at competitive rates. Check out their website and compare. I'm betting they can save you money when you book your next trip. And would you like to make money when others travel? View the presentation at BannisterTravelGroupInc.com to see how. Then check out TravelProInsider.com and TravelProIncome.com to learn more about this terrific opportunity. The Bannister Travel Group proudly sponsors Joe Bannister's Freedom Above Fortune radio show and hopes you'll consider them as your one-stop travel resource to arrange your next trip or help you pursue your own opportunities in the travel industry. BannisterTravelGroupInc.com. Visit them today. Chemtrails in the air, genetically modified clone processed food, poison water, radiation, and stress have reduced many of you into toxic cyber blobs. You can't go on like this, and I know you don't want to. Do yourself a favor. Do your country a favor. Be the best you can be and start taking Enerfood now. Enerfood is easy to prepare and cheaper than a cup of coffee to take every day. And speaking of coffee, Enerfood.com has the best all-organic fresh coffee ever. It's fair trade coffee infused with rainforest polysaccharides to, like Enerfood, improve your immune system and not destroy it. If coffee's not your thing, try the all-organic Cocoa Mojo. Enerfood is spelled E-N-E-R, Enerfood.com, or give them a call at 866-762-9238. Mention WTPRN and save 10%. Try Enerfood because you can't be awake when you're always falling asleep. Online and on demand, this is We the People Radio Network. Yeah, we were talking about the uh, the article that I have right here in front of me, UPI. U.S. reveals way to get off terror list. And they essentially uh, have such a bureaucratic process that so many names get on the terror list. Uh, even Senator Kennedy's name got on the terror list, which was funny. But uh, the U.S. Department of Homeland Security announced a way for people who don't belong on terrorist watch lists to be spared extra scrutiny at the airport. Under the new program, tens of thousands of travelers who are stopped repeatedly because their names match those of suspected terror- terrorists will be permitted to register with the airlines. <laughs> U.S. Today reported. Monday, Homeland Security Chief Michael Chertoff, Michael, I am the devil Chertoff, sorry, <laughs> said once their names and date of birth have been added to company records, they will be treated just like the rest of the flying public. Ooh, thank you for treating yeah. me like the rest of the flying public. It's After so- that, they will get their boarding pass just like everyone else does, Chertoff said. <laughs> <laughs> the airlines need to learn more about the program to determine what extent they can use it, said David Castlever, the spokesman for Air Transport Association. So, yeah, so they punish you by making a mistake, and then they force you to put your name in a in a corporate database in order to rectify the situation that they screwed up. Yeah, 
You know, I mean, incredible. God, I love freedom. I mean, if we're not heading directly for police state, uh, I don't know what we are. I don't know where we're going. I mean, every single where you look, and we barely, we haven't even scratched the surface tonight, Ben, on the police state. News, I know. Just getting a little bit more into this FBI wanting now this widespread monitoring of illegal web activity. And again, this is just another chapter in the, you know, Robert Mueller, yeah, exactly, Robert Mueller uh, incident here with this FBI on Wednesday now calling for new legislation that would allow federal police police to monitor the internet for illegal activity and this is again this is more of this eye of the beholder type no. stuff and what the hell constitutes illegal activity on the internet the suggestion from fbi director robert uh, mueller came uh, during a house of representatives Ju- judiciary committee hearing appears to go beyond a current plan to monitor traffic on federal government networks Mueller seemed to suggest that the bureau should have a broad omnibus uh, authority Interesting word no. to conduct monitoring and surveillance of a private sector networks as well. So this is all. This is the dot mill, the dot gov, the dot coms, whichever network you're talking about, says Miller. So he, he's this is everything. And again, this goes on before I was telling telling you about what they are going to constitute as illegal. Um, this is the unclear issue, but it, it, here's, it says right here: it would be limited to responding to denial of service attacks and botnets. Or would also include detecting other illegal activities such as online gambling, the distribution of obscene images of adults engaged in sexual acts, or selling drugs without a license. Now, again, no the beauty of, of purchasing things off the Internet or at least doing online gambling is that if you win something and, and you're, you know, the gambling site is offshore yeah. out of the United States territory... You know, God forbid, you don't have to pay taxes on that. I remember Elliot Spitzer speaking at my graduation. Yeah, we can't two, have that. I remember Spitzer, 2003, speaking about this at my graduation yeah, ceremony, the bastard that he is, speaking about how he's going to go after all the online gambling sites. Like, that's the issue with America. Yeah. There's 40 million issues way above that one. And sure enough, as long as these rat pricks can't get their hands on our money that we're spending in every single way coming and going uh they're gonna of course this is what they're doing so this is part of the fbi's plan and who the hell are they to tell me that i can't upload pictures of myself nude not that anyone would ever want to see that of course but all i'm <laughs> saying is let's just break let's just break it down to fundamental you know principles here who is the government to tell me that i'm 26 i'm not you know underage and i'm not doing anything illegal it's unbelievable Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, folks. Back to your phone calls. Uh, Al in South Dakota, you're on the Animal Farm. What's on your mind? Hi. How are you guys tonight? Yeah, we're doing we're doing somewhat well, Al. How about yourself? <laughs> oh, not too bad. I just got a couple thoughts for you, and then a little joke. Um, Go ahead. You know, corporations are supposed to have privileges, and they've uh, throughout history, through the course of history, they've reduced we the people to uh, to corporations persons uh, and and are saying that we have privileges but we're supposed to have rights and we have to stand for those yes uh, if anyone claims any portion of your life then you are a slave and so what I mean by that is <clears throat> you were talking earlier about uh, uh, bartering if if a person barters their time which God gave them or the Creator gave them um, it's their possession it's their property and if they say my property is worth 20 bucks an hour and somebody else agrees, and then some slime ball in between says, hey, but you owe us protection money, um, there's a problem with that because now you're their slave. And an uh, interesting website for you to take a look at if you haven't seen it before um, 
It's www.worldslave.citymax.com. Citymax, M-A-X? Yeah, city. It's uh, www.worldslaves.citymax. That's uh, C-I-T-Y-M-A-X is an X-ray. Right. Com. Now, is that slave that S L L S L A V E S or S L A V E? Excuse me. Is that slaves or slave? Uh, slaves, as in plural. Okay, good. Okay, excellent. All right, so we got that then. WorldSlaves.CityMax.com. Okay, tell us about that website. Oh, it's it's an excellent website. Uh, I never met the person uh, who created it in person, but uh, gosh, they've got it all together. Um, it explains even to the most uh, rudimentary uh, blue pill person that that is asleep. It'll explain to them in the simplest of terms uh, why they are a slave mm-hmm. on the world plantation. Work there, uh, dude. I'm telling you, it's it's uh, it, it's a very interesting website. Um, <clears throat> makes the difference between a taxpayer and a tax protester. Um, how well, does, how does it work? Um, and then dealers of death, of course, which is the ultimate uh, end game. But uh, I, I know that sounds like gloom and doom. So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you guys with a little bit of a joke here. You probably heard it before. Okay. <clears throat> Chertoff, Kennedy, Clinton, Obama, Bernanke, and McCain were on a boat and it sank. Who was saved? I don't know who. George W. <laughs> very well done. I, I thought both punchlines were very good. I like it. Uh, Al, great job, great job. And Al, uh, just the information here. We do have a forum, and I'd actually appreciate it if you wouldn't, if you could visit that forum, animalfarmshow.com, and in the top right corner you'll see a forums button, and that's for everybody, folks. That's for you. Uh, you don't have to, you know, worry about the sign up thing. It's really quick, and everybody can post whatever they want. Uh, yeah, that's a good thing, Al. And once again, that's World Slaves. Dot citymax.com. Post it if you would, Al, because that's a good thing. We need more stuff, Ben, to you know to wake up our fellow man. I don't want to you know preach that too much, but yeah. yeah, we need we need people to start paying attention again. Absolutely. I mean, but it, you know, in in regards to Al's comment on slavery, you know, what, when I look at myself and and what I consider to be a slave or or a free man, I look at I look at things in terms of you know what do I need permission for? Right. Um, because you know, do I have my rights? Can I get into a car? And travel from point A to point B using the latest technology, sure. or do I need permission to do that from right. somebody? Now, if I need permission to do that from somebody, then I'm a slave in that regard yeah. because they're I mean, the ones that you know. I've been watching. I've been watching HBO's John Adams recently, which is actually very, very phenomenal, good. isn't yeah. it? Extremely good. Um, but they, you know, constantly say throughout the throughout the entire miniseries, "My God-given rights, my unalienable right. rights, right. my my uh, you know rights that are endowed to me by my birthplace." Right. You know, that's that's what we're talking about here we're talking about you know a lot of people say that the constitution gives people rights and it states what rights people have and then people go oh i have the first amendment therefore i have my rights and then but but that's just not the case at all and all it does is it tells the government that they can't take that away away the first amendment is yours to begin with nobody tells you that you can have that right, right. it's already yours
cars. So when so when you know you need a permit to protest something or you can't get within uh, you know a, a thousand yards from the president, that's you're you're essentially a slave in that regards because yeah. they're not giving you permission to get close and to redress your grievances like the First Amendment says. Yeah, but on top of that, Ben, and I agree. Uh, the other thing though is that when a police officer is telling you that you can't do something in the realm of free speech, what you know what protects you and gives you lawful ability to do that is the first amendment you can't you can't just go up to someone and say well look i'm, I'm going to kill this animal because it's my you know unalienable right and it's my god-given right yes we know and on a fundamental level yes these are you know fundamental rights these are god-given rights but um the first amendment and, and what they're doing is obviously they're tearing up the bill of rights and constitution because you know, of all of this terror legislation um but yeah, and again, you know, more and more articles and stories and issues get published, and they just seem to be making fun at us more than trying to inform us. Uh, another one out of Fox News, and again, I, you gotta you gotta read Fox News just to keep the uh, the cartoons going here. But uh, cigarette smugglers funnel money to terror groups. Now this new report is finding that cigarette smuggling <laughs> is generating millions of dollars every year that can be reached that can reach terrorist groups, including Hezbollah, Hamas, and Al Qaeda, <laughs> according to. Law enforcement sources in a single case, a hundred thousand dollars was sent to Hezbollah. I, I, these are, you know, again, I don't know, folks. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I responded with numerous obscenities to Fox News for this one. Uh, more Animal Farm on the way, folks. Stay tuned. We shall be right back. Correct. HempUSA.org is now offering free shipping worldwide to better serve our customers. Our goal is to get these fine hemp products to you in the least amount of time so you can enjoy what the powder seeds and oil can do for you. HempUSA.org has a warning that the U.S. food supplies are dangerously low, and we urge you to protect your family with hemp storable foods today. Tomorrow may be too late. Call 908-691-2608 or visit HempUSA.org. This incredible food source is loaded with enzymes so your body can digest the food you eat. And it creates an alkaline environment where cancer can't grow and parasites cannot live and brings funguses, viruses, and bacterial levels down and to a halt. Try our powder seeds and oil today. Call 908-691-2608 or visit hempusa.org. If the body has the proper nutrition, it will heal itself. Ask yourself. Why does our government not allow this crop to grow in the U.S.? This product is also great for pets and animals. Call 908-691-2608 or go to hempusa.org today. Henry David Thoreau once said, There are a thousand hacking at the branches of evil to one hacking at the roots. Are you going to be one of the thousand striking at branches? Or are you going to be one of the few striking at the root of evil? G. Edward Griffin is definitely one of the few striking at the root, and he is coming to UT. Mr. Griffin is the author of what many consider to be the expose on the Federal Reserve, the book entitled The Creature from Jekyll Island. Mr. Griffin is here to present a message whose time has come, Freedom Force International. Sponsored by UT's very own Project for a New American Citizen, he will be speaking at Jester Dorm in room A121A, located at 21st and Speedway at 8 p.m. on April 29th. For more information, go to pnacitizen.org. This event is free to the public and will be followed by a book signing at Brave New Books on 1904 Guadalupe, Suite B, downstairs in the Chase Bank building. We hope to see you there and bring a book to get it signed. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts. 
Survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard-to-find objects like real-world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add brand new Israeli gas masks to your collection? Kids in adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks, or a military fuel can for only $16. And a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36. Or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com. Lighting the fires of liberty with your host, Michael Badnarik, from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central, Monday through Friday, only on We the People Radio Network. All right, folks, welcome back to the Animal Farm Radio Show. Uh, plenty of news tonight, obviously. But we're going to get into uh, a lot of the police state news. I want to get to it because we're, we're losing time. And before you know it, Ben, like every show, yeah. uh, time just flies by. Update on this torch team uh, issue with martial law coming to New York City subways. I mean, they're really beefing it up. Interesting story on it here. More protection against terrorists is coming to a subway station near you. Beginning today, special police teams, torch teams, they call them, will be toting submachine guns and bringing bomb-sniffing dogs onto the platforms and into the trains. CBS 2's McGee Hickey's live in Union Square on the lookout for these special teams. McGee, good morning. Good morning, Jim Maurice. I am on the lookout. We just went down into the subways here at uh, Union Square. We saw no signs of these torch teams just yet. I asked one police official downstairs if he'd seen them. He thought maybe he thought they would arrive around 6 a.m. And the people we spoke to riding the subways very early this morning said they thought it was a pretty good idea. It's a first for mass. Now, mind you, throughout this entire little broadcast slash uh, coverage of this, not one person is interviewed and says, oh, yeah, I think it's a great idea. Transit in the United States. NYPD police officers armed with rifles, submachine guns, body armor, and bomb-sniffing dogs will start patrolling the city's subway system starting this morning, thanks to a 50% increase in a Homeland Security grant. The city's massive subway system has long been considered a potential terror target. So starting today, teams of six officers and a dog will patrol the platforms and trains in 12-hour shifts. They'll be toting MP5 submachine guns that are used by Navy SEALs and FBI hostage rescue teams. The torch teams are being paid for by $151 million from the feds. Now, now keep in mind, too, folks, and many of you have already seen this video, but these cops literally look like soldiers fighting in Iraq. Yeah. I mean, they are all buffed up. They got the really dark camo, the dark helmet, the dark uh, everything. They have, you know, six guns on their chest. I don't know how these people walk. Similarly equipped NYPD units known as Hercules teams have patrolled Wall Street, the Empire State Building, and other above-ground city landmarks for years as a response to the World Trade Center attacks. And again, it all comes all back to the World Trade Center attacks. That's the reason why we need this. Never mind cleaning up the city. 
society, maybe helping the homeless. We need these torch teams to start getting on that subway and sniffing around for those bombs. But, Ben, I think you have a pretty good follow-up to this one. I do. What in God's name is going on? And we've talked about what you're going to bring up right now. We've talked about so many times and, and years ago. Yeah, but now it they seems. just come out and say now it. they come out and say it. Police forces dressing in black to literally, quote unquote, instill fear in citizens. Yeah, psychological, I'm a cop, you idiot. psychological influence of uniforms cited by authorities. Recent news that police in Massachusetts are switching to black military-style uniforms in an effort to appear more authoritative and aggressive. Highlights a more general move to militarize police in America and affect the post 911 psychology of fear. Last week, an AP report had. Headlines, Massachusetts police gets black uniforms to instill sense of fear. Detailed the move. Sergeant John Delany told the city council hearing Wednesday that the stark uniforms send a message to criminals that officials are serious about making arrests. Delany said a sense of fear has been missing for the past few years. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We need, you know, obviously we need to instill more fear. <laughs> Absolutely. And and this article is by Steve Watson, by the way. A 2001 FBI law enforcement bulletin has summarized research on police uniforms and noted that the psychological influences they have. Research has suggested that clothing has a powerful impact on how people perceive each other. The police officer's uniform has a profound psychological impact on others, and even slight alterations to the style of the uniform may change how citizens perceive them. So they go into a great deal of, of thought <laughs> about how to dress these people, um, and now they're they're turning them into Sith Lords, into, yeah. into these uh, yeah. hardcore soldiers literally carrying around machine guns and, and uh, tear gas and dogs, barking dogs to now, if you haven't gone and you haven't looked at the MTV Police Day commercials, please do so. It's a do perfect it. example a great job. of what's going on. And they did a great, great job to, uh, uh, with it. They, you know, like for one example, they uh, showed a bunch of people just standing in the train coming home from work. Sure. Uh, it was dreary. Nobody was talking to each other. Then all of a sudden, police officers dressed in black with machine guns and dogs uh, barge open the train grab everybody, take everybody out, and then it and then flashes to a picture of the from the Holocaust and uh, it says the Holocaust happened to people, people just, like, like, just us. like us. And that was an MTV uh, commercial. Normally I hate MTV, but for Christ's sake, give they were right on that one. Well, no, give them props. I mean, listen, and I think it's so important, especially with the youth, Ben. I mean, you know, the, 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 you know, the eager young minds of tomorrow, <laughs> I guess, to quote that, uh, the movie that's not coming to my mind right now, Beautiful Mind. Um, yeah, I mean, think about them. I mean, so many of the, the children and the adolescents and the teenagers, I think they need, to, they need to wake up and know this. They're so smart already, and so many of them are already woken up. They're the ones who are telling their parents about Ron Paul and the, the truth movement. But mm -hmm. it's amazing how history is just repeating itself almost verbatim. Uh, it's also sad uh, in a way because people aren't able to recognize it. That's the worst part about it's, it. They, they, it's either they, they can't or I think in most cases, Ben, they don't want to. See, that that's my... My theory is that people ultimately know and when you tell them, it's just the rejection. It's that they don't want that. They don't want to think about that before they go to sleep at night. I could be wrong about that. But almost everybody I've talked to who I've shown un, you know, disputable proof about this particular issue, police day coming, uh, you know, the globalization of government, this whole thing, uh, they just don't want to believe it. Yeah. It can't happen here. It won't happen here because, uh, I don't know, because we will never let it happen. Yeah. But Oh, no. Yeah. We're all screwed. Then a lot of people out there, you know, kind of look at it and say, oh, my God goodness that's horrible uh, that stinks and then kind of just scurry off or yeah, regular day life care. And, right and then there and then that happens they say it's horrible and wow that's really scary and i don't want to 
you know, I don't want that to happen to America, but then just continue going uh, going along and not telling friends and family what's happening or yeah. anything like that. They just continue doing it. And it's, it's sick. And then, you know, it, let's add on to the uh, some more logs to the flame here. National DNA Warehouse bill that just passed. Passing the House repre- uh, representatives on a voice vote. Um, S-1858 has been sent to President Bush for signature. The newborn genetic screening bill was passed by the Senate last December. The bill violates the U.S. Constitution and the Nuremberg Code, writes Twyla Brace, president of the Citizens Council on Healthcare, or CCHC. Quote, the DNA taken at birth from every citizen is essentially owned by the government, and every citizen becomes a potential subject of government-sponsored genetic research. No! She says, what are they doing? Uh, quote, it does not require consent, and there are no requirements to inform parents about the warehousing of their child's DNA for purpose of genetic research. Already in Minnesota, the state health department reports that 42,210 children of the 780,000 whose DNA is housed in the Minnesota's DNA warehouse have been subjected to genetic research without their parents' knowledge or consent. Ben, here's the question. Do you own your DNA? Or does the government own it? And the question, the answer is obviously the government owns your DNA now, if in at least in Minnesota. Uh-huh. Uh, first of all, what are the government? What's the government doing as far as research? I'd love what to a know. Twisted this. sense of logic, you know, for them to say that you don't own your DNA, you don't own the genetic code that makes up your being. your body. But we have to wait 40 years for a freaking document to get declassified. How dare they? It's amazing. Look at the how, point how that we're at. They folks. are though. I mean, look how look at the point that we're at. Look how uh, one-sided it all is. You know, we we talk about uh, we we talk about these giving tickets out for everything and pulling everybody over and uh, double triple the size of police off, uh, police departments all across the country. And then this I have this article right here: special cloak of protection for California cop bureaucrats. Well, let me just let me and, just read a little bit more about this. I want, I want to get on it, Ben, because this, this this article could we could spend a whole week <clears throat> of shows, a whole month of shows, interviewing people about this. Uh, just I want to just move along and get some comments here. The federal government lacks the constitutional authority as well as the competence to develop a newborn screening program. States Republican Ron Paul uh, states he states that all hospitals will uh, probably scrap their own newborn testing program and adopt a federal model wherever its flaws to avoid the loss of federal funding. Now I haven't heard anything on Fox News about this. I can only imagine how they're going to try to paint this red blue somehow um, there's a quote here by Ron Paul drafters of the, of the legislation made no effort to ensure that these newborn screening programs do not violate the privacy rights of parents and children that's Ron Paul and again this is I got this out of aapsonline.org I mean this is Ridiculous! This is sick. This is completely immoral, and, and, and this, you know, it's illegal. And it is absolutely illegal, folks. I mean, one thing for for Chertoff to tell us that we don't own our fingerprints because yeah. they're left all over the place in our world, but this is completely unacceptable. This is another line in the sand issue. You know, it, it, you have an, you have a newborn baby. First of all, you have no consent about them taking the DNA, and then B, you have no right to even know or or choose whether or not the government can take that DNA sample. And perform testing. What are they doing with these samples? I mean, did, did, what about that? Um, 
the idea that they're using, you know, chemical weapons against us, maybe it's genetic weapons. Yeah. I'm not trying to be the theorist, but what could they possibly be doing without the parents' consent as far as DNA samples Whatever go? it is, it's all loving. Oh, God. I, I, I got to get some of the sheep along here, and I got to ask them, oh, listen, you know, when you have your baby, uh, do you care if the government takes the DNA? And a lot of them are like, well, I don't care, nothing to hide. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay, Ben, you go because I'm, I'm going to get a little hot here. The no, smoke's we're, we're coming up on a break, but, you know, it's just sick. To point out the fact that, you know, I... <laughs> I recently watched Schindler's List, and if you haven't watched that recently, folks, you need, to, you need to start watching that, because they were doing things, they were removing golden teeth from Jews, and nobody knew about it. They went extremely far down the road, rabbit hole, and nobody knew about it. Think about all the stuff that we don't know about that they're doing. So keep that in mind when you uh, when you think about politics and, and modern-day uh, theocracies like the United States. Uh, we are on the Animal Farm Show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Stop being a lemming. On September 1st, Vote Rescue and our coalition, Texans for Real Elections, conducted an exit poll at the Texas Straw Poll in Fort Worth. With almost a 25% respondent rate, we found a discrepancy in one candidate's results, Ron Paul's. We are planning exit polls for the primary and presidential elections in 2008. This is a fun and exciting process in exercising our rights as citizens. Join us as a volunteer with Vote Rescue to monitor those elections and remind the government that elections belong to the people. Become a part of the growing movement to restore elections to the citizens with hand-counted paper ballots. We are winning. Exciting progress is being made, but we need your help. See our website, voterescue.org, for our meeting and action schedule, or call 512-775-3737. Remember, remember the 5th of November. I'm Ron Paul, and you're listening to We the People Radio Network. setting up the architecture for tyranny all around us folks and none of us even notice we sit there like sheeple and we have no clue first son of a bitch they take your <laughs> dna at birth next it's going to be taking your dna at traffic stops which they're yeah. already doing we no. talked about this in florida i know and now, we gotta catch criminals because god forbid you know listen i mean the t- detectives are obviously uh, overworked so they're taking dna samples from people at random traffic stops just in case you might have been linked from a crime somewhere. Well, now they're trying to make stops and checkpoints a little more soothing. They're trying to make it. Aww. They're trying to make it indoctrinating so, so nice. that when we go and we stop at these checkpoints, which are going to be constant in the future, we'll be soothed, we'll be relaxed, we won't be so angry or upset. I don't know if anybody's ever seen the movie Serenity. At the end of the movie Serenity, it kind of shows how the government tried tried to create a. Uh, uh, a chemical in the air venting system that sort of soothed people and relaxed them. Yeah. What ended up happening is right. all of them relaxed to the point that they just died and they didn't even <laughs> eat. 
God. That literally just sat there and died. That's so. a frog in the boiling wow. pot thing, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. So that goes to the type of stuff that we're, that we're coming on. But this clip right here, uh, out of the AP, redesigned checkpoint soothing experience in-store at airport security. So they're, they're trying to set a soothing experience at airport security. Isn't that it's nice ridiculous. of them? That's really nice. The trip may turn out to be great, but waiting in a security line to get on the flight there usually isn't. Everybody who's been through the checkpoint knows it is not a relaxing experience. Enter Checkpoint Evolution, what the government hopes is a new soothing security experience for travelers. This is the nation's first redesigned checkpoint at BWI outside Washington, D.C., complete with music, softer lighting, video screens all meant to make the innocent traveler feel better and the would-be terrorist stand out. That allows, again, those with reason to be anxious to become more obvious to the behavioral detection officers. Among the more tangible security precautions, whole-body imaging, known as Weeby, essentially a very high-tech x-ray. Not quite as simple as it looks, but effective. This technology allows us to detect any item concealed on a person's body, including molded plastic hidden under clothing. The security screeners have new uniforms. The bins for all your stuff are automated. So do the changes work? It's not as stressful. You know, it's, uh, it's a lot quicker and it's more simpler. So I like Oh, it's great. They take x-rays of me and I love yeah. it. Yeah. And the behavior police watch what I do yeah, and they take make a little DNA call. from your cheek. Just shut up. Oh, my Listen goodness. to the music. It's size. Oh, God, this twisted country. And this, you know, what's really sad is that, you know, you could say one thing about what happened in Germany years ago and all the, the tyrannical dictators and what they've, what they accomplished, the horrible deeds they did. But see, I think what's worse today is that we have the technology and we have the ways to communicate um, that these people never did. They never had this. You know, it was all propaganda back then. You know, you get the newspaper. If you had a TV, that's one thing. And that's all you have the radio. That's three things you have. We have the Internet today. And yet there are still people. Now, granted, Bush's approval rating Internet. is. Thank you, George. Uh, Bush's approval rating is still it's at the lowest ever, I think, in history. But it's still not low enough. And people still either don't care, don't know, or don't want to know, or don't want to care about so many of the just unbelievable similarities of what we're experiencing and what has happened before us. And I well, know, Tony, when they come out and they start saying that behavioral police are the norm and they literally are sick. going on television. It's like Half-Life 2. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's, uh, uh, it's, it's literally like 1984 and it's getting to the point where it's, we have to understand what's at stake here. We have, to, we have to understand that, um, that the stakes are so high here that we can never come back from this. Exactly. There, there is a point of no return because yeah. people won't be able to resist. And it, and it, it is literally like 1984 where the moment that he uh, wanted to revolt against them, they already knew, they already had their agents yeah. set up in there to capture him before um, he even had the ability to, to do some type of revolt. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know. We're pathetic. The whole country's shot. <laughs> and I don't have enough experience like Alex Jones to really be able 
able to predict or to tell you where on the timeline we are as far as the point of no return. I'm not really sure where that has been, but I think it's extremely close. And there's going to be a point where the statement isn't true that we actually still have power as uh-huh. people. You know, they have the control, we have the power. That statement's going to be false yeah. very soon because the, they're, they're tripling and quadrupling the police force. They're putting black masks on the police force, black uniforms, machine guns. All of a sudden, you're getting used to dogs sniffing you on the train. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, everybody's a friggin' criminal now. No matter what you do, it's going to be a point where, uh, you know, there's got to be there's got to be a change. And, you know, well, here's the thing. I mean, you know, we we have our radio show. We do our radio mm-hmm. show. Uh, you know, let's say WABC, biggest radio station in, in the country, were to hire us tomorrow. We were to go on the air and, and start talking about all this stuff. I wish. I wish we had that opportunity, man. I really it, do. It'd be great, but at the same time, what change would it do? If people are so numb and are so lazy and are so indoctrinated that they won't get off their asses and do anything, then then, then we have a big problem here. Here's, because, you know, we have the info war. We have to get the information out to everybody. Once uh, a certain percentage of people have that information, then they'll get off their asses and do something. But it's it's a two-step battle. You know, the information is half the battle. The second part of uh, of it is getting off your ass and doing something. Well, here's the thing, Ben, and, and, and every, I think every single one of us has a leader and a follower inside of us. Now, I'm, I'm dead serious, and maybe there's different, you know, versions of that, and maybe some of us are more leaders than followers, whatever the case may be. Uh, I would say that if we got on the air, young, you know, young kids, maybe just changing the tune of the WABCs of the world, where it's all day, right, 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 right wing, right wing, you know, all this nonsense. I think we would, not only would we change the tune and start talking about real issues, real stories, interviewing real veterans with real problems, um, but the, the, the media has still has such a profound effect on how people think. People just watch their TV and they believe whatever is on the TV. So uh, I would have to argue that if we got on, we'd make a small change, maybe. But no, I mean, if you could get three or four mainstream CNN, Fox Newsworthy shows that talk like we do, or that at least have Ron Pauls of the world on, real politicians mm-hmm. who are not scumbags and, and take everything uh, for granted, then no, I think we could really change. I think people would, because all you need is one day where every station from, you know, from... Uh, 12 o'clock to 12 o'clock, if every station one day could just, you know, talk about real issues and show real truth and bring up real things that are bothering us in this country and real uh, stories and not have this, this pundit nonsense, these these you know, media moguls to always contradict. I was, I was watching MSNBC today or CNBC, whatever the finance one is. And they were talking about you know, all this demand for oil and how the, you know, we were talking about the oil fields that were found in the Dakotas and the one that's in Alaska, how it wouldn't make any difference if we just chose to do that mm-hmm. and take oil from there because it wouldn't help America at all because you know, we have to get the ones that, you know, overseas. Yeah. And there was actually, oh, crap. Yeah, there was actually a guy you know, refuting that, like, this is preposterous. You know, your American jobs, you, you, this is all pro-America, infrastructure, jobs, money. So, uh, no, I mean, the point here, Ben, it just makes me nuts, obviously. I'm going crazy here, but, no, media has still has a tremendous effect on people, uh, you know, and if we can get into the culture better than in, in, in bigger numbers, then, no, we could really take this country back in, in a day. Yeah, well, I've learned a lot from a day. I've learned a lot from doing this radio show. Sure. Um, you know, every, every every day, every Tuesday and Thursday, it's sure. time, for, time for some research and sure. time to get out what we're going to be talking about. And I go all over the Internet. I mm-hmm. go all over to every news uh, newspaper in the Thank and you. I know you do the same, Tony. Fox News we go to, we go to CNN, we go to MSNBC. And I take a look at these monster stations, these CNNs and these uh, Fox News out there, and I look at them and they 
report such a small spectrum of of the sites that I go and look out there for. You know, it's like it's almost like a little pie sliver out of this entire huge circle of information out there, and they only cover a tiny, tiny bit. Yeah. Uh, no you question. know, right now they're talking about, oh my goodness, uh, what's going on with Reverend Wright oh and Obama? God. We, we, you know, we, what's um, happening there? And when this, Obama! when this, yeah, when this thing initially, <laughs> when this initially broke, this whole ridiculous controversy. I mean, first off, you but have the to neocons nutted. Just, just they, like we're we're sitting here uh, right now. We're talking about how much, how what we would give, and how much we'd love to be on the news and be able to get the exposure that we want. Look at Reverend Jer- Jeremiah Wright, right or wrong, correct or incorrect, I should say, because there's a pun here. Um, no matter what this guy is saying, whether you agree or disagree, think about the national media worldwide coverage this guy is getting just for talking about whatever he was talking about. And it's not that his words mean something and that it's actually making a difference. I think Jack Blood said it best today, and I'll paraphrase, but this is just to keep people's mind off of what's really going on. Again, it's it's always a scandal. It's, uh, you know, Pamela Anderson's doing this, and, and now the Jimi Hendrix porn video's out, and then you got you got the thing with Reverend Wright, and n- nothing, nothing means anything anymore. Nothing has any, you know, solid matter, and it's all BS. It's a concern. Uh, concentrated and and it's a show. It's yeah. a friggin' sideshow, is what it is. It's, it is a sideshow. It is. It is to keep you distracted. It's a, it's a concerted effort to keep people distracted and off of the real issues. Jack Blood said it today, and he's hundred and ten percent right. And we all know it, and you listening know it. But Ben, you bring up a great question. You know, what if we could get on WABC or some of the real syndicated uh, radio broadcast shows and, and stations out there, and just try to give some alternative looks? There, there's no alternative looks. People still think that there's a left and there's a right that's all crap we all know it it's, it's the like same the peak of a it's a it's the peak of a tiny mountain or a tis, or, or an iceberg you know you don't even yeah. you don't even see a percentage of the information that are out there you know when i listen to talk radio show hosts out there i judge them based on the amount of information that they're giving i, yeah. I go out there and i listen to rush limbaugh and i think about how much i learned in the three hours that i listen to rush limbaugh and it ain't a lot oh, and God. then i go out there and i listen to i listen to Andy Rhodes, and I see how much how much information I'm learning uh, in that, and it's a little bit more. Sure. And then I listen to Alex Jones out there, uh, and he's spouting off information yeah. so fast that I can't even get it. It's impossible to keep up with exactly. Alex Jones, at least especially today. I mean, the guy does four-hour show every single day, and he does a show on Sunday, six out of seven days. I mean, I'm not trying to you know toot the horn on Alex Jones, but let's be honest, folks. The guy is is a man with a mission, and you know when he's not on the show, he's reading, he's researching. I mean, you have to admire the the, the just the strength that this man has. I mean, two days a week, Ben, is a lot of work. We were talking about it. Yeah. And I don't but look, I mean, just the amount of information that he gives off. It's it amazing. Really, it, it, it shows you who's right in the whole situation. Yeah. Who wants to educate and who wants to dumb down. Right. And when some, you know, when some sheeple comes up to you and says, you're just one man, what can you do? You can't do anything. You point him or you point her to Alex Jones. And again, right or wrong, disagree or agree, doesn't matter. He has made an impact. And he is ultimately the reason why we're doing this show in a lot of ways. And, you know, we'll, we'll leave it at that. But yes. Uh, we're not playing games. Sure. We're in the info <laughs> Thank you, Alex. And look, I don't want to. I don't want to give Mr. Jeremiah, Reverend Jeremiah, right any credit. Or I, I don't want to give him any attention. I, some things I agree with, some things I don't agree with. But here's one thing that he did say that I think is important, and I, I do agree with what he's saying. You have said that the media have taken you out of context. Can you explain what you meant in the sermon shortly after 9-11 when you said the United States had brought the terrorist attacks on itself? Quote: America's chickens are coming home to roost. 
Have you heard the whole sermon? <laughs> Have you heard the whole sermon? I most... No, no, the whole sermon. That, yes or no? No, you haven't heard the whole sermon? Uh, that nullifies that question. Well, let me try to respond uh, in a non-bombastic way. <laughs> If you heard the whole sermon, first of all, you heard that I was quoting the ambassador from Iraq. Iraq. That's number one. But number two, to quote the Bible, be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever you sow, that you also shall. Jesus said, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. You cannot do terrorism on other people and expect it never to come back on you. Those are biblical principles, not Jeremiah Wright bombastic divisive principles. Yeah, amen. Thank you. Someone oh, saying yes, it. I've read about that in the Bible. <laughs> Here's something interesting, Ben, and it just kind of popped in my mind, but it's amazing how Jeremiah Wright can say that, and he is this, the center of media attention in the United States and abroad. Ron Paul says almost the same exact thing with the same exact principles in a national political debate mm-hmm. on mainstream TV, and it gets extremely less amount of coverage. Yeah. Hannity and Combs, blah, 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 a couple of, you know, O'Reilly things here and there, silence. He says the same thing. So it just goes to show you what our media is doing. What and it also with. goes to show what, what, one of our major talking points about uh, uh, John McCain's preacher. And that's the other thing, too. The Rod, Pe- uh, Rod Perry, I think that's, is that his name, Rod? Yeah. Well, I'm going to check. Parsley. Parsley, thank you. Oh, my goodness. Like Names, I'm bad with Ben. I am so bad with names. Rod Parsley. I knew something was wrong with Perry. Rod Parsley, apparently John McCain's spiritual advisor, is calling for the eradication of Islam as a false religion. This man is running for president, and he will have his finger on the button. He'll have some toes on the button as well. Maybe an, an ass cheek. Uh, this is scary at times we're living in. Uh, Hillary Clinton is openly saying that we will attack Iran if she's elected. Barack Obama, I don't know what the hell his deal is, but I, you know, I think he's probably the same. You know, thank you. He's the, you know, the other wing of the same chicken or whatever. But, folks, I mean, you want to talk about the three worst candidates on top. And that's what we have right now. And who knows if this is even going to happen. We still have people talking on a daily basis all over the world and on radio about if this election is even going to take place, Ben. Just to, just to let everybody know, we have an internal bet here at the Animal Farm. There is a bet, and I got a fight. When did we make this bet? I have to bring up that audio. Go ahead. Tell them a very long time. Tell them about it, Ben. We got a bet. I'm uh, guessing that Obama will be our next president of the United States. You're thinking that Hitler will? Well, I, I, I've said from the very beginning, I think it's just a simple matter of pattern. And I think you look at Bush, Clinton, Clinton, Bush, Bush, and I think after that, pretty much will come a Clinton. Uh, I'm, I'm convinced in my mind that the elections are completely fixed, have been for at least the last Correct. two elections. At, le- at the very least, the last two elections. And I, I would ponder that. It's actually been more than that. Uh, and then you have the CNN article. And again, you know, Charles, our legal correspondent, got all over me because I sent this out amongst our boys. <laughs> but Clinton and Obama now dead even in polls at a CNN Hillary. Clinton's Pennsylvania last Tuesday has clearly given the New York Senator a boost in national polls. I'm not going to read it. Who cares? He was saying to me, how could you believe this nonsense? You know, take a pill, wake up. I'm like, listen, that's not the point, dude. I don't believe any of this crap. Obviously, I think it's ridiculous, but it just goes to show you that they can change the tide anytime they want for any reason. Uh, maybe this Reverend Wright thing, they think it's going to blow up. Maybe they can make it blow up. All I'm saying is that it's all fixed. It's all controlled. Whoever is supposed to be president will be president. Your vote means nothing. And that is amazing. Major, major, major alarm, and we need uh, we need to take some action on that, amongst other things. So stay tuned, folks. Animal Farm show when we get back. A Florida boy, age seven, faces grand theft auto charges. God bless America. <laughs> 
Greetings, I am Dr. Buell Von Scheich with the White Paper Chronicles. Mr. Steve Shank with this fearless radio program is correct when he says the solution to our difficult times is to store food and get healthy. My comrades and I of the media don't want you to panic. We, unlike fearless radio, try not to tell you about the food control legislation. Hurricane Katrina, the American famine, families unable to buy food. If we told you the solution to all these problems is food, you'd panic and run out and buy a food before it disappeared, or you couldn't afford it. You'd completely mess up the perfect strategy for population control, and they'd kick us out of the Survivors Club. You are a sissy chicken if you call JMSEFoods.com and order food. This is Steve. Call 800-409-5633 on the web, eFoodsDirect.com. 800-409-5633. You'll be considered a little bit crazy, but there's no such thing as a little bit dead. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. Attention, We the People Radio Network listeners. It has been said that for every thousand hacking at the branches of evil, there is one hacking at the root. If so, then without a doubt, one of these very few is Mr. G. Edward Griffin, author of many books, including The Creature from Jekyll Island, which many consider to be the expose on the Federal Reserve. Distinguished filmmaker, as well as founder of Freedom Force International, Mr. Griffin has dedicated the last 30 years of his life to exposing the power structure in our country and around the world. This April, you have a chance to come see Mr. Griffin in person, speak on the root of society's problems, and what you can do about it. So, come on out to UT campus on Tuesday, April 29th at 8 p.m. to Jester Room A121A, located at 21st and Speedway, for what's sure to be one of the most insightful lectures that PNAC has ever hosted. There will also be a book signing at Brave New Books after Mr. Griffin's lecture. For more information, please go to pnacitizen.org. Thank you. Great host, great topics, free speech at its best. This is We the People Radio Network. Thank you for joining us tonight, ladies and gentlemen. You're uh, back on the Animal Farm here with Ben, Tony, and Pius, the beloved Pius. Once again, the website is animalfarmshow.com. The number to call in tonight is 512-646-1984. You can instant message us, message us at animalfarmshow, which is one word, at AIM. And 
And don't forget, folks, right after the show tonight, G. Edward Griffin will be speaking live at uh, UT in Austin, Texas. Yep. And I think, obviously, WTPRN will have the live feed. And uh, once again, we do want to thank Jack Blood for, for giving us a little shout-out at the end of the show today. I was listening, and I was re- really happy about that. So, uh, once again, Jack Blood, most of you know him. He is... Probably, I think, overall, my favorite host, just because I identify with what he, you know, with the topics he talks about. Uh, he is on 3 to 5 Central, if I'm not mistaken. So, again, folks, if you, if you haven't heard of Jack Blood and you don't listen to him on a daily basis like I do, definitely give it a shot. Uh, ben, before we talk about this Florida boy, age 7, who stole his grandmother's SUV or went and took her for a joyride, I have no idea how that happened, is being brought up on Grand Theft Auto charges. I want to talk about that, but first, uh, we have some responses. We did uh, talk to Scott from Illinois, the first caller of the night, and Scott has, uh, I guess, fast blasted us, if you will. What did he have to say there, Ben? Why don't you give us a scoop? Well, you asked him, you asked the question, posed question to everybody else. We posed there. it before, right? Uh, who the hell are the government to tell us what to do with our money? Um, and he basically says, this is Scott from Illinois, he says, have you ever seen a youngster who has their parent around their finger? A child who has their way with their parent, this is essentially why they can tell us what to do. Thanks for the show, Scott Illinois. It's an interesting so, analogy. Yeah, it is. It is a very interesting analogy, but it, it completely makes sense. And, and we also have to look at ourselves as the parent here. You know, a lot of people look at the government as the quote-unquote authorities, mm-hmm. the, the decision makers, uh, the people that are in charge of us. No! We have to start looking at ourselves as the parents of them. Right. They're the children. Right. We're the keepers. We're the ones that tell them what to do. We're, we're the ones that give them power. We give them privileges, um, they, and we we have our rights. So we have to start looking at, at things um, in, in that regards. But RGV Monster sent us an uh, AOL instant message. says, so South Texas loves the Animal Farm Show, and we do indeed love South Texas. We Don't do. Don't mess with we do. Thank you. Thank you, Sir Monster, for that. We do uh, We love we do go to Texas. Actually, we're going to have Carrie, my friend from Texas, will be visiting us in the middle of May, and so hopefully he'll be uh, joining us. We're going to see if we can get on the down farm. to Texas. We, I, ben, as soon as possible. I've never been to Texas, shamefully, uh, and I'm dying to go there. I got friends there. I got some family members there. Pick me up a cowboy hat. Well, yeah, I, I might be able to see. you gotta, you got to change your look a little bit. you got, you got like a metro look going on. we got to do a couple things, you and me both, I would say. But um, it is amazing, Ben, when you talk to people. that They don't they don't think of government, at least initially, as servants, Yeah, public servants. Uh, there it, it alone is, you know, issue number one, number two, whatever. Uh, regardless, Florida, and they have so many great stories out of Florida. Great, I guess is not the word, but a Florida boy, age seven, now faces grand theft auto charges after smash. Mailboxes, cars uh, with grandma's SUV. Um, this is really all P.S. I did find this, but he had showed it to me first. <laughs> this is great. Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. A seven-year-old South Florida boy faces grand theft auto charges after taking his grandmother's Dodge Durango for a joyride on Friday, police said. <laughs> the eight-minute trek left a swath of damage in his Palm Beach Gardens neighborhood, during which the boy smashed mailboxes, hit parked cars, and signposts. He was unhurt, thankfully, and nobody else was hurt, thankfully. <laughs> was he sitting on phone clip. books? Uh, police said, uh, we'll go, we'll, 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 we have to talk about this, but police said he drove until a wheel fell off. The right front wheel broke off after the boy hit a sign. The boy's mother said he apparently grabbed the keys to his grandmother's sport utility vehicle, backed it out of her driveway, and took off. Uh, police spokeswoman Ellie Lovejoy said it's unlikely the boy will be prosecuted. Officials arrested him so he can get some help. 
27 years old, noting the excursion was an quote, unusual behavior for a seven-year-old. Give this boy a degree in something. You have 30-year-old women and men out there who can't even drive. Wow. He's seven years old, and he's got the, the mindset. Well, he can't drive too well. But, but I, you know, know, Ben, would, come on I here. I whoop this boy's ass. Well, granted, and he deserves it. And you know what? This could have been a lot worse. This story could have been terrible. There could have been deaths. I am not defending this kid's action. He's seven and he's being brought on grand theft auto charges, though. I'm telling you, I got. I can't I, believe it. I have a seven. I, I have a seven-year-old daughter, and uh, you know, the, the the notion of picturing her even driving a car is is. How does he even crazy. reach the friggin' pedals? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know, but I I would have to give a thorough ass whooping. To, oh, uh, to it's, my listen, child, if they were to even think about doing that. Ben, ass whoopings would be given out if I had a child, and if I do, uh, that child better be ready for some serious ass whoopings. So you know, good to at least for <laughs> listen forewarning. Um, you know, I, again, it's just it's, it's to me, it's just maybe I'm overreacting. But again, we talk about the, the little girl in the school who's arrested for having a steak knife and all these issues. And it's like we have to stop treating little kids as full-grown terror suspect criminals because again don't forget like that guy who's running for office in texas says crime is terrorism no it's not um it's not it isn't obviously we know better uh another crazy story here parents charged in death of diabetic daughter here's something that we could probably have made a show about his controversy and uh i'll, I'll pose a couple of my own questions for you and the listeners ben out of weston wisconsin Two parents who prayed as their 11-year-old daughter died of untreated diabetes were charged Monday with second-degree reckless homicide. Family and friends had urged Dale and Lenani, whatever, Newman, to get help for their daughter, but the father considered the illness a test of faith. And the mother oh my God. and mother never considered taking the girl to the doctor because she thought her daughter was under a spiritual attack. The criminal complaint said this whole issue, so they've taken their word for it here. Quote, it is very surprising, shocking, that she wasn't allowed medical intervention, Marathon County District Attorney Jill Falls says, said. Quote, her death couldn't, could have been prevented. Madeline Newman died March 23rd, Easter Sunday, at her family's rural Weston home. Her parents were told the body would be taken uh, to Madison for an autopsy the next day. Quote, they responded, you won't need to do that. She will be alive by then, the medical examiner wrote in a report. An autopsy determined that Madeline died from an undiagnosed diabetic ketoacidosis, which left her with too little insulin in her body. Court records said she had likely had some symptoms of the disease for months, Ben. Now, I am nobody to question faith, and I am not trying to question faith, and I respect almost every faith I've ever heard about or listened to or have any knowledge about, but... To me, Ben, I think this is unacceptable. Um, it's similar to the the stuff that well, Scientologists do. Yeah, I mean, look, I would never let this happen, but that's me. That's my belief. Oh, my question for you and, and the folks is, you know, can you find a way to defend this? I mean, can you say, oh, well, as parents, you have a right to let your daughter die from a treatable disease. That's really the question here. And there is, is a can of worms and other things that, I don't know, uh, that, you know, we really got to start paying attention to because this, to me, is... I'm not sure if you'd say it's homicide, but if not, what it is, it's negligence. I mean, it's, cr- it's criminal negligence. It's just and stupidity. I'm sorry. I, I mean, again, your faith is your faith, but 
you can't let your daughter die for yeah. something you could treat. Well, no, there's a legal there's a legal name for it. It's criminal negligence. Yeah, um, and they can get charged for something Agreed. like that. I think and they is. should get charged for something like that. Sad. Um, it's it's the same thing that that George Bush and everybody should get charged with for 9/11. Yeah, <laughs> George negligence. W. That's, that's a hell of a leap. <laughs> well, um, it's, it's just it's the same charge. You know, you're 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 literally too stupid. To uh, to do anything about well, you know, yeah. there's there's the can of there's the other can of worms yeah. as far as let it happen, made it happen. There's I'm sure there's a, a relationship there, but um, you know, thanks again for Charles for sending me that one as well. Charles Ryan sent me that one. I know that that must have boiled his bacon because he's uh, you know, he, he brings up a lot of interesting arguments. Then when it comes to the faith, I mean, look, uh, we have to start doing that. And then you you talk about these polygamists now. They took all the children away, and now I guess uh-huh. they found that the girls were pregnant. Uh, I think we got to kind of draw a better line here as far as what we're allowed to do in the country. Now, again, you can call us hypocrites. You know, we're, we're preaching freedom the first hour. You should be allowed. Who, who's the government to tell us what to do? Yeah. But again, you know, we I think the, the law gets to be drawn there as far as homicide goes. Yeah. Got a couple things coming up after the break, folks. Uh, we got this clip on uh, VA covering up suicide attacks. So we'll get to that when we come right back. Number to call is 512-646-1984. You are on the farm. We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. Fabrique Nationale makes a rifle known as the Fusil Automatic Leger, or Light Automatic Rifle, considered to be the right arm of what's left of the free world. If you're familiar with FNFAL, then visit GunPartsGuy.com, an excellent source for parts, accessories, and technical support for all FAL rifles. If you'd like to modify or upgrade your FAL, the Gun Parts Guy has a great selection of new, refinished, and refurbished parts. The Gun Parts Guy doesn't have a federal firearms license, and he doesn't want one, but he is the source for parts and the best FAL kits today. Call James at 360-906-8369 or email GunPartsGuy at Hotmail. You'll be pleased with the personal care and technical support you get from the Gun Parts Guy. That number again, 360-906-8369. Whether you call or visit the website at GunPartsGuy.com, be sure to mention WTPRN to get an additional 10% discount off their already low, low prices. If your body isn't feeling too well these days, you're going to start taking this hemp, I say. Go to HempUSA.org. You may not like what I'm about to say, but you know I'm going to say it anyway. The government doesn't want the best for you. They keep you down. They keep you blue. They starve your body for all its nutrients. They won't let you grow industrial hemp. It really doesn't make any kind of sense when it's so healthy for the world and useful for you, my friends. I hope Mr. Bush will hear this song, for the heart of America wants this one. Go to HempUSA.org. If you're a truther, an anarchist, or renegade, you only want things that God has made. Go to HempUSA.org. We offer free shipping anywhere in the States. Go to HempUSA.org. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. 
LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Jack Blood. Catch Deadline Live from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Central. Monday through Friday. Right here on We The People Radio Network. WTPR. We have more tonight on allegations first reported by our chief investigative correspondent, Armin Katayan, that the VA tried to cover up an epidemic of suicide among veterans. New emails have surfaced in a San Francisco court describing the VA's efforts to conceal the damaging information following our series. Here's Armin's follow-up. Lawyers suing the VA say the cover-up of suicide data was widespread. People within the VA who were withholding this information were not at the bottom of the totem pole. This went all the way to the top. Dr. Michael Kussman, the head of VA healthcare, was grilled in court about a series of emails written by top VA officials. The documents reveal how important information about veteran suicide was concealed from the public, and specifically CBS News. In one email from March 10th of this year, a VA media advisor wrote, I don't want to give CBS any more numbers on veteran suicides or attempts than they already have. It will only lead to more questions. At the time, CBS News was preparing a report about attempted suicides among veterans under the VA's care. When pressed about the email, Cussman said he did not recall the message and that he disagreed with the premise that there was some effort to cover up something. Last November, CBS News revealed for the first time an epidemic of suicides among those who have served in the military. Dr. Ira Katz, the head of mental health for the VA, quickly disputed our report. Their number is not, in fact, uh, an accurate reflection of the rate. But new emails made public in court this week show at the very same time the VA staff believed there was no flaw in the way they calculated their data and that the methodology appears to be correct. This week, Senator Tom Harkin of Iowa co-sponsored a bill that would require the VA to provide an annual accounting of veteran suicides and turn that data over to Congress. Armin Katayan, CBS News, San Francisco. So that's just another uh, Katie Court report there, right? Yeah. Another report about uh, uh, veterans, unfortunately, committing suicides at record rates. Uh, record rates uh, we have. And us not being told about the right numbers. They're lying about them. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, look at, look at what's coming out of this war. And it really is just a racket. We have torture. We have rendition flights. We have 500,000 uh, Iraqi civilians dead. We have over 4,000 American troops dead. We have 151 of our so-called representatives profiting off this war. Right. We have uh, contractors and armored Humvees transporting hookers across the place. <sighs> we have contractors building... Uh, uh, um, buildings over there that are bigger than the freaking Vatican and, and gaining massive amounts of money off. We have of army it. barracks that are flooded with sewage, uh, sewage. raw sewage. We have uh, Halliburton poisoning our troops by not filtering the water. We have CIA planes and rounds and toilets yeah. over there. 
a CIA plane crashing with you know seven tons of cocaine or something like not that. Not to mention it's, it's all sick. the uh, all the history that we destroyed there when we just lambasted their uh, com- their museum. Uh, I mean, just horrible things that are happening in Iraq. We yeah. we need to get out of there as soon as possible. It's not, we yeah. we, uh, we do have a uh, some call phone calls. Yeah, but before, before, before we get to them, though, I mean, we uh, and I, you cannot echo the words. You can't. I can't make it clear enough how the, the people who are really getting the, the ultimate shaft of everything that's going on, in my opinion. Are the troops, and it's not just to you know raise the flag just because of it. No, it's because the war is going on, and they're getting nothing back from what they've been promised, and they're not even you know able to come home. Um, and and look how we're treating the poor. Ch- I can't believe that they can't even supply some of these troops with barracks that don't flood with raw sewage. It just well, we have sick. troops dying in Iraq. We have the economy going to hell in a handbasket. Uh, we have all this corruption. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it, it, but it's true, and you know, again, to me, that's the most—that's at least the example of how diabolical a government really is. And to me, I always ask the question: what What's the motivation here? If they want to, they want to, you know, have wars overseas, fine. They want money, but you think they would at least take care of the damn troops who are fighting the war? You know, these people are sick. Uh, to your phones, folks. Wyatt in Maryland, you're on the Animal Farm. Hey, how you doing, gentlemen? How's it going, Wyatt? Pretty good. Uh, you were talking about the suicides in Iraq. That's been going on for a long time. Back in uh, 2004, uh, I was a car salesman for about a year and a half, and uh, a young lady came in one day in the afternoon, and uh, fairly attractive, fairly young, in her in her low uh, mid well mid 20s, I thought. Anyway, she's looking. Uh, Chevrolet Chevrolet was coming out with a new uh, truck to replace the S10. It was the, it was the uh, Colorado. Well, it wasn't in pre- it wasn't in production, so we didn't have any, but we had a lot of uh, printed material. So she so I go over and ask her if I could help her. Make a long story short, she she says yes. We'll come over to the desk. She tells me what she wants. Anyway, we get in a conversation and uh, uh, find out that her uh, her husband is in uh, Afghanistan and he's in the military police and he was uh, his uh, deployment was extended and she was fairly upset about it, and she was actually going to wanted to get this uh, truck for him. So anyway, we're talking, and I said, so I, one thing led to another. I said, you know, what kind of work you do? She says, I work in the Defense Department. I said, really? I said, where? She says, at the Pentagon. I said, oh, wow. So uh, she says, um, so I said to her, uh, I showed, I showed a, a, a quite a bit of sympathy towards her because her husband was uh, uh, being extended over in Afghanistan. Right. And, uh, and well, I did this to try and get some information out of her um, because uh, uh, I figured she was young. She should pick it up give me some. So what she was telling me was this. She says, I said, let me ask you a question. I said, the death toll, I said, uh, she, the death toll uh, officially is being stated as uh, about 750. I said, but I really think the death toll is higher. What do you think? She said, well, I'll tell you right now, she says, I work on one desk inside the the Iraqi desk. I have one portion. She said, I can tell you that that 13 soldiers die every day, which would have put the death toll above uh, 1,200, 1,300. Hey, why? Hey, why? Hang on. Just repeat that. I think you're breaking up. Repeat the number again because I think we lost you there. Okay. Okay. uh, in uh, 2004, the death toll was was about 750. Right. Uh, yeah. What was the per day number that you just mentioned? 13. 
13, 13 soldiers every day. She says they do not they do not count uh, death toll of any suicides. They don't keep tra- they don't count those in as the death toll. She says there are suicides every day. She oh said uh, this, is, this is in 2004, and I said wow. So I'm you know I'm, I'm asking her I said, to find out more, and I said uh, she says also she says any any soldier. Any any of the forces that die on a helicopter or in a triage or in a medical unit or being shipped out, she says it's not counted as a death toll. So yep. of course the death toll is much higher than the four thousand. Yeah. Uh, well, I'd say yeah. I mean, g- given the the nature of, the nature of our government, it makes sense to me. Given the nature of our government, it obviously is terrible and it's awful and. We need to we need to find people who are responsible. We need we need some payback here. We we need to hold the people accountable. Um, I don't know who those people are and why. Thanks for the call. I mean, it, well, we could start with the the fake Pentagon contractors that they put on television to sell us this war, to sell us this this nonsense that they're pushing that we just uncovered from the from the blankets. It's amazing. I mean, it's just, yes. I mean, start with them. Someone needs to pay for this. This is this is not. This is way beyond. Um, yeah, it's serious. Anything, and and perhaps uh, we can get some answers out of Jeffrey from Kentucky, who's on the Animal Farm. Jeffrey, you're on the air. What's what's on your mind, bud? Hey, uh, to echo what your other caller was, to echo what your other caller was saying is, um, I did a report in one of my college classes in 2006, and I got a hold of the VA vital statistics for uh, death rate for uh, Iraq and Afghanistan from the VA. And they keep an accurate account of how many people had died over there. And in 2006, we were at 12,000 soldiers. Wow, 12,000. What? Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean and Jeffrey, I cannot, uh, I, I cannot find this. I cannot find the uh, VA page anymore. Evidently, it's been taken down. But we had a death rate of 12%. And for just Iraq and Afghanistan, and the uh, death rate for the other soldiers from like World War One, World War Two, Vietnam, Korea. Mm-hmm. Was at eleven percent, all of them combined. So something. Well, you know, somebody's not yeah, well, them. Man, Jeffrey, everything's okay because you know, like John McCain saying, you know, the the, the surge is working, and we you know we're having a lot more success now. That's uh, nobody really cares. And you know, we just keep buying our little yellow stickers and send our chain letters out to our family members and just sit around on our asses and watch a uh, deal or no deal. But Jeffrey, um, you know, the, the thing that really strikes me is the suicide rate and the fact that they're not counting well, the suicide well, rate. And I. I, I can, I've got a story yeah. for that one, and um, basically we got a break. We got a break coming up, Jeffrey. Hang on, uh, I want to get your thoughts on it. Obviously, I mean, it is, again, this is just one of so many topics, Ben, and, and everybody else listening that we could spend forever on. And maybe Jeffrey, maybe it's time to, to get you back on. Obviously, many people listening, they know we've had you on as a guest, former veteran, and maybe it's time to get you back on and start talking about some of the new issues. Uh, and again, the suicide thing, Ben, is just—it's so incredible. And I, mean, I can only imagine what these soldiers are going through that they're not even letting them come home. And so, yeah. uh, well, yeah. when we get back, Jeffrey, hang. We'll, we'll hold you up, obviously. We'll, we'll get your thoughts on this. Animalfarmshow.com. Uh, stay tuned, folks. Are you ready for a war? Hemp, the superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, 
This God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. Henry David Thoreau once said, There are a thousand hacking at the branches of evil to one hacking at the root. Are you going to be one of the thousand striking at branches? Or are you going to be one of the few striking at the root of evil? G. Edward Griffin is definitely one of the few striking at the root, and he is coming to UT. Mr. Griffin is the author of what many consider to be the expose on the Federal Reserve, the book entitled The Creature from Jekyll Island. Mr. Griffin is here to present a message whose time has come, Freedom Force International. Sponsored by UT's very own Project for a New American Citizen, he will be speaking at Jester Dorm in room A121A, located at 21st and Speedway at 8 p.m. on April 29th. For more information, go to pnacitizen.org. This event is free to the public and will be followed by a book signing at Brave New Books on 1904 Guadalupe, Suite B, downstairs in the Chase Bank building. We hope to see you there and bring a book to get it signed. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the New World Order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. News, politics, cover-ups, government corruption. You're listening to We the People Radio Network. WTPRN. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back. The VA is covering up the suicide rate in the soldiers. Um, 13 a day? Yeah, that's that's what we were being yes. told. And now we're discovering also that, you know, there's more than 4,000 deaths in Iraq that they're telling us about. It's about 12,000 in 2006, uh, Jeffrey Humphrey is reporting. Um, and we are talking to Jeffrey from Kentucky, Sergeant Jeffrey Humphrey. Yes. Uh, Jeffrey, you said you had a story. Uh, let it rip. Yeah. My, uh, my unit, 126 out of Frankfurt, Germany, went back to Iraq in October of 2006. And um, they the most casualties a unit have ever has ever taken since Vietnam. There's 30 dead in one deployment cycle, and one of them is a um, is being brought up on Medal of Honor 
recipient because he threw himself on top of a hand grenade. But one of the things that was reported in the Army Times that wasn't reported by the Pentagon was a deep-buried IED had hit a Bradley and flipped it over and cooked everybody inside, which was about five guys. And um, the first arm, my uh, my old first arm, first arm McKinney, um, evidently lost his mind or whatever and um, took it upon himself saying that he had failed his soldiers. And while he was out on patrol one day, he put his uh, sidearm in his mouth and blew his brains out on patrol. And the Pentagon didn't report it as a death infector. It was a non-combat related death is what they put down. And if you see that on the side of a picture, it says non-combat related death. It was either suicide or a Humvee rollover or a friendly fire incident. The first soldier we actually lost in Iraq when I went over was actually a friendly fire incident where we shot our own guy back to head. Oh my goodness! Well, Je Jeffrey, uh, well, let me ask you. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure if you would you'd have a number, but it would, you, let's just get an idea from someone who's actually served and has an idea what's, what it's like over there. What do you think the number of casualties, the number of dead veterans uh, in, this, in this in this particular war is? I mean, we're being told what thirty five hundred, forty two hundred, something like that, over four thousand. Over four thousand. Yeah. Okay. So it's over. It's forty two hundred, something like that. What do you think the number is? Well, if you uh, double that, you probably have a conservative estimate. Okay. All right, because again, they're not—they're not—they're not giving us. Or they're not reporting on, like you said, suicides and yeah. helicopters. Jeffrey, let me ask you: if if they're telling us four thousand, are they giving us these numbers just to uh, tell us that we're winning over there? I mean, are, is, is that really the point of us of them giving us these uh, false numbers? Almost is it? Are they saying? Uh, this is how many people died. This is what you need to be concerned about. Don't be concerned about the rest of them. Yeah, what's the reason, Jeffrey? It, I think the reason behind it is the uh, the old uh, get behind the flag syndrome is uh, they'll put a certain amount of number dead in front of you, and if you want to raise raise your voice against the war, then they say, well, you don't honor these fallen men who served for your country, right. and blah blah this and that. So, so wouldn't I it be for more of their benefit to say, you know, eight thousand, ten thousand have died? Well, no, then you have too many people out here in the population get all in a their pants in a bunch. Yeah, well, then again, then I guess there's a number, Ben. I guess the answer, in my, my opinion, I guess there's an answer. Uh, there's a number that, you know, I guess can't be crossed. I mean, it, it, it's let's, well, let's, American, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, great. Well, and, you know, let's let, let's also go ahead, Jeffrey. The Pentagon does something called a cost estimate, not only on collateral damage, but also on troop um, death. And when we were gearing up to go into Iraq, our battalion commanders stood out in front of us and basically said, be prepared to lose about 50% of the battalion when we went over there. So they're actually telling us to our face to get ready to lose a large number of people. My goodness. I mean, is, is there any end, Jeffrey? I mean, do you think that this war is ever going to end, and how? I mean, yeah, it's just amazing. And, you know, we talk, fine, we talk about veterans, we talk about American casualties, but God knows uh, the number of dead Iraqis, citizens. Well, uh, you know, who, I could only imagine what this number is today, Jeffrey. One of the suicides that we had over there while I was over there, we had a... While we were on patrol, we were doing initial pushback in the city I was in. And we had a car come flying by. Now, we've had cars come up and blow us up before. That's what happened to me in July. But um, this car kept on driving by, and I put a warning shot over the top of the hood and telling it to stop, and it wouldn't stop. It sped up. So I told a machine gunner on the ground to light it up, and when he did, there was an entire family in the car. Oh, well, boy. I, picked, I picked the kid up, and I told him, I was like, get back to the Bradley sit down, keep calm. I went to his squad leader and said, hey, watch him. He just, you know, lit up a family. And the squad leader blew it off like, oh, he'll be okay. And when the grant went up on the back of the Bradley, and all of a sudden we saw the platoon sergeant jump out of the top, Bradley freaking out and 
the kid that put a machine gun in his mouth and blew his brains out. Oh, boy. It's just, you know, this is just... It, see, this, unfortunately, this is the kind of stuff that needs to be reported on TV on the mainstream news because everybody's, you know, everybody's so willing to go out and watch movies that have all this glorified violence. But when it comes to something that's really happening, affecting people on both sides, um, people don't want to hear it. They don't believe it. Maybe what's got to happen, Jeffrey, is maybe, you know, someone like you with your courage and your, your knowledge, maybe you should call in like a Bill O'Reilly and say, look, I really want to come on TV. You know, people are against this war. It's ridiculous. And then when you finally get on TV, you start telling stories as it is because people just don't know and they need to know because, like you said, uh, with, with greater numbers of casualties, people in, in bigger numbers will start protesting, and maybe that's what we need. I don't know what the answer is, but uh, like always, Jeffrey, it's, it's a pleasure to hear from you. Anything else in your mind? Um, not right now, sir. Not, not that I know of. All I can say is I can't find that VA vital statistic anymore. They just made it disappear. So if I could get yeah. a hold of my old paper that I did, I'd, bring it, I'd send it in to you, but I can't find that either. Jeffrey, anytime, you know, again, anytime you want to come back on and, and talk about whatever you want to talk about, you let us know. Obviously, you have our e email addresses, and, uh, you know, we'll be here for you. And anybody else, folks, anybody else out there, veterans, um, you know, let us know if we can help, if we can at least tell your stories, something, even if it's a minor thing. And, Jeffrey, again, thank you for the call. Uh, it's heartbreaking. It really is. And, you, you know, know, it's really easy for the American people to go stick a yellow sticker on the back of so the car. So easy. Bought at mobile. Support our troops. It's literally the least you could do. Um, and then they they uh, have no idea what happens. They don't they don't they're not supporting their troops, you know. And uh, when it, when you hear stories like this, a soldier lighting up a family, then sticking a gun in his mouth and just blowing his own brains out, you don't hear that on the news. You're not supporting your troops if that's what's happening over there. Again, what they have to start. People have to start defining what that means. What does support the troop? troops mean to you okay it's not it, it shouldn't be this chain letter the yellow sticker bought at the gas station that's not support if nothing else try to find at least acknowledge what's going on that's what we always talk about but mm -hmm. it is what it is and we, we always appreciate jeffrey calling in folks when we get back supreme court justice scalia says uh torture is not violate and doesn't actually mean cruel and unusual punishment so uh we will be right back on the farm folks stay tuned <laughs> The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on Be the People Radio Network. Visit us on the web at animalfarmshow.com. Give us a call at 
he's not jazzing it up or you know softening any of the details. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, got this Justice Scalia thing, and again, nothing can nothing can follow up that call, unfortunately. But I want to get into some small health news. I was keeping my eye and and uh, very closely on the FDA here, Ben, because it's one of my most hated organizations. Another useless acronym organization, ABC organization. But now another report here. So every week there's another report. FDA allowed human testing of blood substitutes despite risk of heart attack and death. Wonderful. They want to kill us. Yeah, AP. Experimental blood substitutes raise the ric- uh, risk of heart attack and death, yet U.S. regulators allowed human testing to continue despite warning signs, says a scathing new report. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration fell short. The report contends even as red flags popped up during studies by five biotech companies. Rules barred the agency from releasing company trade secrets, and that kept some information hidden and may have led to unnecessary heart attacks and deaths, wrote the authors, who are government scientists and consumer advocates. Quote, there shouldn't be secret science, said the lead author of the report, Dr. Charles Natson, Natson of the National... How come every name is so hard to pronounce, Ben? Can you tell me every <laughs> freaking name? I'm sorry. Natanson. I'm going to say Natanson, okay? Of the National Institutes of Health. Can not we get like a Tom Jones in here once in a while? Ben? I'm, I'm going to stop. Uh, okay, this is, this is Charles Natanson of the National Institutes of Health Clinical Center. Safety data need, uh, quote, to be made public expeditiously so science can build on the mistakes of previous research. He said, blah, 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 blah. You get the idea here, folks. It is what it is, but every single week it seems like the FBA, uh, FDA, the FDA uh, is letting you know, stuff in the country from China that's you know, totally tainted with stuff yeah. that's killing people. People are dying. And Horrible. It's it's just, you know, but, yeah, but don't forget, you know, Jeremiah Wright said something about Obama today, or he said something on the news, so never mind that. And Jimi Hendrix has got a porn tape, so we, you know, we got to Put priorities here, uh, you know, priorities in order here. It's obvious that we're, you know, our priorities out of order. So I just want to give a quick heads up before we sign off. Um, stay tuned in. Don't turn us off. Don't turn off, folks. Because um, you do have G. Edward Griffin speaking from UT uh, University. Don't miss it. It's, it's coming up right after, right after we're done here. Folks, thank you for listening. Thanks for all the callers, the emails, the fast blasts, the new listeners. Uh, we will be back Thursday once again from 7 to 9 Eastern. So, folks, from the Animal Farm, uh, this is Ben, Tony, and Pyatt saying that dissent in your government is as American as apple pie. Stay tuned for G. Edward Griffin. We'll be right back Thursday. Good night, folks. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>